This is Jay Baer from Convince and Convert, and welcome to the Content Pros Podcast, where you'll hear the strategies and secrets of the best content marketers in the world. The show is brought to you by Oracle Marketing Cloud, helping businesses use the latest marketing technologies to tell their stories and connect with their customers. The show is also brought to you by Vidyard, the best platform for creating, managing, and optimizing your video content marketing. And the show is brought to you by Uberflip, a content experience platform that allows marketers to create, manage, and optimize tailored content experiences for every stage of the buyer journey. The hosts of the show are Randy Frisch and Tyler Lessard. Find all links, archives, and more at contentprospodcast.com. Now, here's Randy, Tyler, and this week's special guest. Welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Content Pros Podcast, real people doing real work in content marketing. And you may not recognize my voice. I am not Randy Frisch, nor am I Tyler Lassard. I am Jess Ostroff. I'm the managing editor at Convince and Convert, and I'm also the executive producer for the Content Pros Podcast. And I'm jumping in this week because our dear hosts uh, were both at the content marketing experience in Toronto, which is put on by Uberflip and Randy Frisch. So they were a little too busy this week to actually record a podcast for you, but I figured that I would show up in Toronto and do some fun interviews with some of our favorite past content pros guests who were also speakers this year at the content experience. So you're going to hear a fun little rapid fire special episode of Content Pros featuring guys like Jay Bear and gals like Ann Handley. And we had a lot of fun. So I hope you will tune in, enjoy, let me know what you think. And thank you so much for listening to the Content Pros podcast. Lee Odin, thank you so much for being here today. Can you please introduce yourself in three words? Bearded, bacon-loving marketer. I love that. All right, and we have one question that we are asking everyone here today, and that is this. There's a lot of things that are wrong with with content marketing today, and I want to explore what you think is the most broken element of content marketing for companies and brands today, and how can they fix it? I think one of the, there are so many things that are broken, which is why my consulting agency is so busy. Uh, But one of the biggest things that's broken is so many brands continue to be egocentric about their content, chest beating, pontificating about features and benefits and all that crap that no one really cares about anymore. What they need to do is start to think about bringing the voice of the customer into their content through collaboration with internal subject matter experts, with their own customers, even with their prospects and industry influencers. Democratizing content creates a wealth of opportunity to bring in the kind of language, the kind of concerns and solutions that customers actually want to hear about. And in the end, it works even better. 
What an amazing answer. And that reminds me of something that we saw earlier today, which was a head cheerleader that came out from the back of the Uber Flip Theater and said basically that we need to cheer for each other and lift each other up and collaborate and do things to make someone else feel good. So thank you so much, Lee, for being here and enjoy Family Feud. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> Next up, we have Anne Handley, who is the chief content officer at Mark. Marketing Profs, and she is here with us today live. Uh, she will be. She spoke this morning, and we will talk a little bit about what she spoke about. And uh, and please describe yourself in three words. My three words are: I'm an author, speaker, tiny house inhabitant, part time. Right now, slightly uncomfortable. I think I'm making her uncomfortable because I have a camera pointed right at her face. <laughs> She's used to the camera being a little further away from her. And Anne, tell us about uh, some of the takeaways that came intimacy from your... Issues. Intimacy issues right now. <laughs> she has intimacy issues. Tell us about uh, what were some of the biggest takeaways from your speech this morning at the Uberflip content experience? A couple of takeaways from my talk this morning at Uberflip's second content marketing experience. Um, number one, I want companies to think of their audiences more as having what I call squad goals. Um, and what do I mean by that? I mean, don't just think of it as personas. Don't just think of it as, oh, yeah, we have a sense of who our customers are because we have these robust personas. Look, and we, we, hold, we keep them on a shelf in a binder. It's not that. It's instead thinking about how do you connect with customers in a meaningful way aspirationally, just like my teenage daughter does with her squad. She has, a, she has a posse of people around her who she is a part of. I think very often marketers tend to think that we are more you know, speaking from brand to customer when instead we should be thinking peer to peer. So that's what I mean by squad goals. And of course, Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought about I thought about putting T Swift in there. I did, but she's having a little drama right now, so maybe best to leave her alone. Not really. She's on? in a lawsuit. Oh yeah, that whole thing. Well, that's the price of fame. Right, exactly. So tell us, what do you think is most broken with content marketing today, and how can brands and marketers go about fixing that? I think marketers are moving too fast. I want people to slow down. Um, think about what you can't do instead of what you can do. Um, erase the word should from your content marketing program. Um, think before you actually jump into tactics. And I don't mean that in a patronizing way. It's like, listen, I'm a marketer. I suffer from that too. Um, but I think if we just all sort of step back, slow down, Less is definitely more in this world of content abundance. So do less that has greater impact. Love it. Thank you so much, Anne, for being here. And safe travels. Where? <laughs> safe travels, Anne. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Next up, we have the fantastic and interesting DJ Waldo, who I have worked with in different capacities over the years, and but haven't seen him in person for a while. So this is very exciting. DJ, I am very curious to know how you will describe yourself in three words, because this could go one of many ways. All right. So take one is coffee, beer, people. Take two is content creator guy. Um, but yeah, that's basically what I do is I help uh, companies execute on 
content creation. And, you know, uh, I will answer the question before you ask, ask it of what I think is broken is I, I think there's, you know, one of the, I can't remember which presenter was today, but it was this idea of just being overwhelmed as a marketer. And I think too often as content marketers, there's a lot of pressure, you know, similar to what Ann said, is just to get more and more content out there. And I find, in fact, where, where oh, I help companies is that good. they, it's not that they have a shortage of ideas, it's more that they have a shortage of execution. So there's all these unfinished projects. And they're not unfinished because they're bad ideas. They're unfinished because they don't have people to actually execute on the ideas. And so sort of a combination of what, um, what Lee said and what Ann said, I, I really believe that, that less is more. And instead of trying to get you know, th this mantra, if you've got to blog every day or you've got to do you know, this number of social media posts, yeah, um, I'm a bigger believer in just getting out the stuff that is uh, the most important. Finish those projects uh, that that you that are just sitting there, the the drafts that you haven't finished yet, um, and getting stuff done. And if you need to hire outside help to do that, do that. But I think too often we try to focus on getting everything and getting all the right channels. And all, you know, you know, there's a hundred different things to do. And I think marketers just overwhelmed. And what ends up happening, uh, you know, as humans, we we want to get stuff done, and so we. Uh, you know, you close your laptop, you go home, and if you have kids, you put your kids to bed and you open your laptop again uh, and, and do more work. I think we have to finish the projects that we've started and uh, ship, as Seth Godin would say, and it doesn't have to be perfect, and move on. That's right. My new mantra for 2017 has been done is better than perfect because I'm so good at starting things and not always as good at finishing things. So thank you so much, DJ. Thanks for being here. Hey, Just, so great to be here today. Thank you so much for having me. Next up, I am so excited to be here with Andy Crestedina. Andy, I'm going to put you on the spot, and you're going to have to explain who you are in three words. Mm. Marketer, environmentalist, Chicagoan. That was, that was the most precise answer that we've gotten yet, so I appreciate that. What did you speak about this morning at the content experience and what are some takeaways that you can share with us today? Three words or can I use more than you, that? You can use more than three words. Thank you. Well, advanced content marketing, three words, uh, was the name of the session. And it was 100% stuff that I learned much later. This is my 10 year anniversary creating and publishing and promoting content. So this, uh, so I wanted the things that I've started to learn more recently, such as how to turn your sent email into high-ranking articles, how to use content as a networking tool to meet and become friends with and collaborate with influencers or anyone that you want to connect with, how to use content to write specifically for your sales prospects and make sure that you get 100% value from that thing, even if, no one, even if it gets no traction in search or social or email, you wrote it together with your prospects. Your sales team can use it to send to people in your pipeline. So, so that's also really powerful. And finally, I, we, there was a bunch of stuff. We went into how to update old content and how there might be a lot more value in going back and improving something that already existed a while ago that maybe already ranked, that maybe was declining in rank, and how to get more value, more traction from something that you wrote before, and now you're updating it now, and that may be those same hours spent in marketing might be worth 10 times or 100 times as much as making something new that didn't exist before that has no authority yet. So yeah, it was a, a lot of advanced stuff and really practical, tactical, hands-on. You can go do these things right away. Um, hopefully, people liked it. 
The biggest thing that I took away from it, from all of your ideas, was that you found a way to get more creative. So it's things that you're already doing. It's things that you're already thinking about. I mean, first of all, though, nobody sends emails <laughs> like you send emails. And that's probably why your inbox is out of control, because seeing Andy Crestedina's email responses to some of these people that were asking for, you know, a quote or, you know, some more information for an article. And he was basically writing, you know, a thousand word article just in an email. And if you think about it that way, though, if you think about having every email interaction potentially be a piece of content, not only will your content strategy be better, but you'll also be, you know, like he said, the most generous guy around (laughs) and people will want to ask you more questions and work with you. So thank you for that. Um, My next question, and I think I might know your answer to this already, is what do you think is the most broken element in content marketing right now? And how can companies and brands and individuals address that? Boy, there's a lot. I mean, I could easily say that one of the problems is that people aren't making decisions based on data. Uh, I could easily say that people aren't listening enough to their audience. Um, But my favorite is going to be the the collaboration piece because it's by far the best, like what we're doing right now. I think what's broken is that people are too insulated on their team within their company or too insulated within their company in their their, uh, uh, industry. And that what more people should be doing is getting out there and finding other people to pull into their content. It's to get contributor quotes. It's to do roundups. It's to write guest posts for other people. It's to get guest posts submitted to your site. It's to use content as a networking tool because really it's, I mean, I'm going to say it more simply than you'll hear in a lot of places, but the success of your content is largely a function of the strength of your network. Using content as a networking tool, collaborating with others, making stuff together First of all, the quality goes up. Secondly, the, tr- the traffic will go up because you've got, you know, as we just said, an ally in creating content is an ally in promoting it. You've got people in your content. They're going to help share. They're going to contribute to the promotion and, and, and you know, driving, driving traffic and sharing their audience with that. But also the fun factor. Like we can make stuff together. We can do things that, you know, this, just working together with people is the best part of work. Don't go it alone. Don't do it by yourself. Don't. Don't uh, be that solo, lonely blogger just pounding out one 500-word article after another. That's boring, and it doesn't work, and it's not fun, and it doesn't grow your network. So get people in your stuff. Content optimized for social media includes people. You should see faces, names, links to companies, people's job titles, contributor quotes, expert expert advice, right? You, could, you should be learning by reading your own blog because there are so many people giving great advice within it. I love that. Learn by reading your own blog. And if you're not learning by reading your own content, then you're doing it wrong. Thank you, Andy. One last question. What has been your favorite part about being in Toronto so far? Toronto, I think, is some weird sort of sister city with Chicago. So I just sort of feel this affinity. Except you walk down the street, poutine everywhere. It's all over the place. For anyone in the American audience who isn't like on board with this yet, what is not to love about French fries, cheese curds, and gravy? Oh, my God. Is that kind of what it's like with hot dog and pizza shops in Chicago? Yeah, we've got hot dogs, Italian beefs, Italian combo. If you order a combo in Chicago, that's not like you know a burger with fries. A combo is beef and sausage. That's the, that's the Italian combo. That's the Chicago Italian combo. Yeah, but, that's, uh, but out here it's poutine, and I, and I think that's something that we should be really importing a lot more. And uh, one of the big influences that I'd like to see the U.S. take on from our friends up here north of the border. 
I totally agree with you. I also think we should bring in the Caesar, the Clamato juice instead of the tomato juice for the uh, Bloody Mary. But thank you so much, Andy. It's been awesome chatting with you and safe travels. Next up, we have Matt Hines from Hines Marketing, and uh, Matt is also speaking here at the content experience. You're speaking. Oh, I'm confused. Oh, okay. Okay. Matt is also here as a speaker at the content experience, and Matt, can you please describe for us yourself in three words? Revenue responsible metalhead. Holy crap. That one may have topped Andy Crestedina's, which I thought was the most interesting and concise. And now it's a competition. So anyway, <laughs> everyone's upset because they want to redo their three words. <laughs> so Matt, uh, what, what would you say is the thing that's the most broken in content marketing today? And how can brands, companies, and individuals address that and potentially fix it? I mean, there's a lot of places you go on this. I mean, for me, I think sometimes because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hammer and everything looks like a nail, attribution is a challenge. I think there's a lot of people doing some really great marketing, a lot of really great content. We're not doing a very good job of measuring how well we're converting that into pipeline. Uh, you know, no matter what your business is, even if you're, you know, a B2C brand, knowing the impact that has, that content has, even on preference and familiarity and trust, the things that you're doing with traditional advertising that can be done more efficiently in many cases with great content how much more efficiently like you know if I spend a dollar on content that equals sixteen dollars on traditional advertising like I think building that kind of a model and then making that something that actually that you can see practically in real life I think is important and that equation is going to look different for different businesses and different brands uh, but finding that attribution story uh, that allows you to scale the work you're doing to uh, see the impact of the work you're doing uh, I think is extremely important there's companies that are getting there for sure some of the technology is getting better um, but I think we all need to have that attribution story locked in so I agree I think it's been really scary for companies to start doing that because they feel like oh I, now I have to attribute everything to something so do you have any advice for where to start um, I mean, yeah, I, I think, you know, Perfect's going to be good from an attribution standpoint. Let's not pretend the blog post is going to generate, you know, some close deal. I mean, the white paper is not going to generate the seven-figure deal that took nine months to close, right? So I think, you know, attribution is important, but attribution in context is important. Are we trying to get a deal closed, or are we trying to earn someone's attention? Are we trying to keep someone's attention? Uh, you know, content plays a role not only in the precision you use around a specific person, based on their membership and point uh, stage in the buying committee, based on their stage of the buying journey, but also the, the, the specific objective you have for that content. So I think sometimes we overmeasure, uh, sometimes we overexpect what content can do. But also, I mean, perfect seems to be good from an execution standpoint, right? I mean, I think a lot of times we will keep from executing because we don't have the right reporting. And the last I checked, I haven't seen a single report that generates a lead or an opportunity or a closed deal on its own. The work generates the activity. The report simply shows you what's working. Um, uh, and I think, uh, you know, Ann Hanley said it well earlier today, when you combine the data you have with learning and instinct, uh, I think, you know, with all the data we have and all of our spreadsheets, the instinct is still vitally important. I think trust your instincts, trust the data you're seeing, read between, between the cells of the spreadsheet, and make good decisions and execute. I love that. One last question. Uh, what's your favorite part about being in Toronto so far? Favorite part about Toronto? Um, this is such a clean city. Um, it's, it's fun to walk around. 
uh, nice people. Uh, I like that more words have use in them. I just, I'm a big fan of the Canadian accent. I think a good southern drawl and a good crisp eastern Canadian accent, they're just fantastic. I can't get enough. <laughs> Not what I was expecting, but that was awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Matt. Have a great rest of your conference. You too. Recording. Good, perfect. Hello. Hello. Hello, is, there? Hello, is this an interview? <laughs> okay, so Jay Bear, we are here in the Hyatt Regency Hotel in Toronto, and I would like to know in three words, describe yourself. Describe myself in three words Business Disruption Translator. Ooh, very nice, very nice. And today on Content Pros, we're talking about things that are broken with content marketing and how can companies and brands and individuals fix that? Well, I've said this before that every marketer in the world, especially content marketers, tell themselves the same lie. And the lie they tell themselves is that their audience is just too busy. They're too busy to watch the video. They're too busy to read the blog post. They're too busy to download the white paper. They're too busy to listen to the podcast. They're just too busy. And that is incredibly not true. It's not about being too busy. If your audience tells you that they're too busy, what they really mean but will not tell you because they're trying to be nice is that what you are giving them is not relevant enough. I know this to be true because when you give somebody the content they want in the format they prefer, when they need it, they will find the time to consume whatever content it is that you're creating. So the biggest mistake in content marketing right now is that everybody's making more content than ever but the average relevancy of every piece of content is going down, not up. If you have a content marketing problem, what you really have is a relevancy problem. So how can brands get more relevant with their content? You have to understand what your audience really needs and who your audience is more so than ever before. We've talked about personas and segmentation and knowing your audience, quote unquote, as marketers for decades, but now it's really, really, really important because the next best piece of content is just a keystroke away. So the reality is most marketers don't understand their audience very well. Why? Because they're busy doing marketing. I mean, how many marketers really talk to customers and talk to audiences that often? Not much. Instead, what we do is run reports, and we take those reports to indicate what we think our audience really is. If you want to be a better marketer, if you want to be more relevant, what you need to do is actually spend time with your audience. Talk to your customers in ways that will require you to get out from behind your desk and laptop and interact with people in the real world. What if you don't want to? Well, then maybe <laughs> you should consider a different path. Maybe you should think about other ways that you can use your skills that don't require you to do content marketing. Although, I should say, there are some ways to shortcut and cheat that process. So maybe it's not practical for you to talk to audience members yourself, but you know what? There's other people in most organizations who do understand customers better than marketing. And those people are in sales and customer service. Why? Because by definition, sales and customer service are doing what? talking to actual customers. So if you're not totally certain like who your audience is and what they want, the people who can unlock that for you are just the next department over or the next cubicle over or one phone call away. So that's probably the best way to go at this operationally. Talk to sales, talk to customer service, and then go do some customer relationship mapping on your own. You have been in Toronto for the last couple of days. What's your favorite thing about Toronto? There is a real craft cocktail renaissance going on here in Toronto. Lots of fancy, strong drinks uh, that is very interesting. So I've enjoyed that. Obviously, a great conference here as well. Big Connect 17 run by my pals at Uberflip. 
Uh, the one thing I don't like about Toronto, however, is that all the beers here that I've been able to discover are kind of not hoppy. I'm sort of a hoppy IPA beer guy, and that's not really how Canada rolls, at least not Ontario. So we got to work on that. But other than that, I love Toronto. Uh, nice to be back in the six, as the kids say. Awesome. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Thanks again so much for tuning in to this very special episode of the Content Pros Podcast. I hope you enjoyed. And if you did, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really, really helps other content marketers find us, listen to us. And that's the goal, right? We want to make you a better content marketer and a better marketer in general. And the more people out there that can do that, the better. I want to leave you with a couple of special offers and they will be in the description of this episode as well as in the show notes on convinceandconvert.com. The first one is that the Content Experience 2018 dates have actually been announced. That's how far ahead of the game Randy and the team are. The event is truly amazing, and if you've never been to Toronto, it's so it's just such an amazing city, as you've heard from some of our guests here today. You know, of course, there are the ups and downs. Maybe they need to add a little more IPA to the list. But other than that, it's a great time of year. It's going to be August again next year, August 21st and 22nd, 2018. And Content Pros listeners can get on the super early bird rate for the content experience, which I believe is $399. And given the the you know speakers and the fun and crazy and wild events that took place at the content experience this year that is really a steal so get on there now buy your tickets for 2018 i hope to be there and so i will see you there uh the link to buy those tickets is bit.ly slash con x 2018 that's c-o-n-e-x for content experience 2018 bit.ly slash connex 2018 we also have a brand new ebook that we're launching at convince and convert and you will notice that it ties in directly with the theme of this episode which is broken content marketing issues and how to fix them so it's actually called four ways to fix your broken content marketing really actionable tips super easy to read we would love for you to check that out you can go over to bit.ly slash broken content to get that today. That's bit.ly slash broken content. And we are not releasing this to the public until next week. So you are getting a sneak peek. Of course, you can feel free to share it, but we're not doing our big push till next week. So you're getting it first. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next week. Keep being great at content marketing. This is Jay Bear, and thanks for listening to Content Pros. Please leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or on your favorite podcast listening app. Go to contentprospodcast.com for a complete show archive and greatest hits. Content Pros is sponsored by Convince & Convert and by Uberflip. It's produced by my team and I at Convince & Convert Media. Interested in being a guest or a sponsor on the show? Visit us at convinceandconvert.com.